Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode 214 of the Membership Guys podcast. This is the number one podcast in the world for membership site owners. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I've got a fantastic episode lined up for you. So on today's episode, I want to talk about four things that you should really keep an eye out for that can be game changers. They can be major difference makers between making the right choice and making the wrong choice when it comes to your membership plugin. The first The first one is what customer support options are offered by the developers of the plugin that you're looking at going with. Now, this is something that can be different from company to company. And in fact, some plugins that are out there on the market don't come with any sort of support or any sort of interaction whatsoever with the developer. But even those that do have support options, usually you'll need to pay an ongoing fee in order to access that support. But it's really important to determine what the nature of that customer support is. Is it phone support? So will you be able to actually talk to an advisor, to someone from the development team on the phone? Is it a live chat? So do you actually need to go on to one of those chat bots, type your name in, type in your question, and then wait for someone to reply? Is it an email? Is it a support forum? Is it something where you need to submit a support ticket? It's so important to find out what that is and also get a little bit of insight into what the sort of response times are. If you've bought a plugin where the only support available is through a forum or a Facebook group where the developer themselves isn't present, so you're relying on other users to support you, then that might not be great if you have an emergency. Similarly, if your plugin developer uses a support ticket system, so where you need to log into a support portal, you need to type in your issue, probably go through a knowledge base, so it'll suggest some possible answers, and then you send in essentially a contact form message. And if they have a turnaround time of 48 hours, Well, that's no good if your website is dead, if your website is offline, if there's some sort of major bug that has brought your whole business crashing down. So first of all, does the developer of your membership plugin offer support at all? And if they do, do you have to pay for it? And if so, what is the nature of the support that they provide? What sort of turnaround times do they have? This is something that will often be actually advertised and specified on the website itself. But if it's not, we definitely recommend you get in touch with the developers first. First and foremost, getting in touch with them and getting an answer from them about how they provide support. That's going to give you an indicator right there and then about how responsive they are. And ultimately, it's real important to know this going in so that you at least have the right expectations expectations. And if you know that your developer is going to take a day or two to respond in emergencies, you can at least preempt that by making sure that you have an alternative option if the worst is to happen where you can contact an outside developer or some other company that would be able to respond a lot quicker. So first thing to pay attention to, what customer support options are offered by your membership plugin company? Next thing is the specifics of the license that your plugin comes with. So there's a very small amount of plugins that are available out there for free that don't really have any license restrictions, but most of the best plugins, they require a license to be purchased. Now, again, this is something that's not always consistent from plugin provider to plugin provider. Some 
you pay your money and you can use that plugin as many times as you want on as many websites as you want. There's a one-off fee. There's no recurring element. It's as simple as that. However, with others, you'll need to pay a license fee every month or every year. Maybe you're restricted to only being able to use that plugin on one website. So if you try to even set it up on a testing website or maybe you start another business, you'd need to buy another plugin. Sometimes licenses will have restrictions on the type of site that you can use it for, or, you know, they'll require you to purchase a more advanced or a more expensive type of license if you want to use it in a particular way. Uh, as an example, plugins and themes that are sold by Envato, which uh, is behind the Theme Forest and the Code Canyon marketplaces, where a lot of people buy themes and plugins, they require you to purchase an extended license if you plan to use those plugins or those themes for websites where you charge a fee to your users. Most people miss that. Most people don't understand it and that can get you in a lot of trouble. So again, make sure that you pay attention. You do a little bit of research on the nature of the license required for your membership plugin. Make sure you know if there's any restrictions. Make sure you know, make sure you know how many websites you can use that plugin for. Make sure you're aware of any recurring costs that you're going to have to keep paying in order to use that plugin. It's also worth knowing what the repercussions are if you let your license expire. Some plugins, nothing happens. Essentially, what you get in exchange for your license fee is the ability to put in support requests to get help from the developers. And so if you decide to stop paying your license fee, then you can still continue using the plugin. And the worst that happens is if a problem occurs, you cannot get support from that developer. But if you've got your own web developer, or if you're using a WordPress support team like Freedom WP, then that's maybe not going to be such a big issue. However, there are plugins on the market where if you stop in your license fee, your plugin will stop working. So again, you need to make sure that you're aware of this. These are questions you should be asking the plugin development company. And that ties into the third thing you want to check into, and that's whether or not the code that your plugin uses is encrypted. Most membership plugins don't encrypt their code. However, the ones where they want to stop you from being able to use the plugin if you decide to discontinue your license, usually elements of that code will be encrypted. Now, that can cause problems in a few areas. First and foremost, it can sometimes cause issues with your web host. Not all web hosting, especially shared web hosting, has the necessary scripts and necessary software on their server to decrypt encrypted code. And helpfully, as with most things tech related, there's different ways of encrypting stuff that all require different decryption tools to be on the server. So you can have a little bit of extra hassle on that front if you're dealing with plugins that have encrypted code. But secondly, it also means that if you want to customize anything, if you have a developer who needs to fix something, maybe using a plugin where the development team have actually got a little bit lax recently and they've maybe not patched up security issues or maybe they've got a bug and you want to get your developer in there to fix it up or make some changes. If the code's encrypted, they're not going to be able to do that. So it restricts some of the things that you can do. So this is something that's important to know. Does your plugin contain any encrypted code? Finally, something that you definitely want to check is when was the plugin last updated? If the developer of your membership plugin hasn't released a new update in several years, then that is a huge, huge red flag. Chances are there's potentially security issues. Chances are that maybe there's compatibility problems with WordPress. Now, it's not always obvious how recently a plugin has been updated, especially, you know, if you're just looking at the sales page, if you're looking at a feature list, even if you're going off recommendations from people who've been using particular plugins for years, you might actually be buying a plugin that a developer 
has abandoned, that they've given up on. So it's worth doing a little bit of extra digging. Now, usually most plugin websites will have something called a change log. If you can't locate that, then do a little Google search. Search for the name of the plugin and the word change log. That might take you to a page on their website on which they'll list out all their previous updates, the date that the update was released, what that update included, and so on. Many developers have that kind of change log. Ones who don't, sometimes they'll release details of new updates in their blog. So again, read through the blog and try and look at when the last update was. You might try contacting the developer directly to get this information. Now, usually, again, most plugins within the download files, within the actual package that the plugin comes with, they'll usually have a little record in there of when the updates were. However, of course, if you're needing to purchase the plugin first before you can get that information, you obviously don't want to find out after the fact that you bought an outdated plugin. So do that research, try and find the change log, look through any blogs or anything like that that they may have put out announcing new updates to get an idea of how recently that plugin has been worked on. With membership plugins in particular, I would say if a plugin hasn't been touched in over a year, I wouldn't use it because membership plugins tend to be updated fairly frequently because there's so many moving parts, there's so many elements involved that there's always little tweaks, little updates, little fresh new features to be added. So if your plugin of choice hasn't been touched in 12 months or more, chances are it's not a big priority for your developer and that doesn't really bode well for you using it as a part of your business on a long-term basis. So those are four key things that are easy to overlook, but that are very, very important to pay attention to when deciding what membership plugin to choose. Again, most of your decision is going to be based on feature set, and it's going to be based on what integrations are available with your email marketing service and your payment provider. But do not overlook things like what type of support options are available, what the restrictions and implications of licensing are, whether or not the plugin code is encrypted, and how recently it's been updated. Those four things can be game changers between your decision on your membership plugin being the right decision or it being one that you may regret six months, 12 months, couple of years down the line. Okay, that's it for this week. Hopefully you've enjoyed today's episode. Hopefully you found it useful. Head on over to themembershipguys.com slash 214. You're going to get all of the notes, all of the links, and some cool extra resources that we think will be really useful related to this episode. Thanks as ever for listening. I'll be back again next week. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com. Do you want to boost your member signups and take your membership to the next level? If so, you're not going to want to miss the free webinar that I'm running on Tuesday the 26th of March. It's called Supercharge Your Membership Sales and it is entirely free. 
During the webinar, you will learn how to level up your core membership sales funnel for more traffic leads and sales. You'll discover the biggest roadblocks that could be costing you sales right now, and most importantly, how to fix them. And we're going to cover the key tactics that you need to have in place to successfully market and scale your membership. Plus, you get the opportunity to tap into my years of expertise in the membership space and have me help solve your current sales and marketing challenges. So, if you want to take your membership sales to the next level, join me on Tuesday, March 26th at 7pm UK time and go to membershipgeeks.com webinar. That's membershipgeeks.com webinar to secure your free seat today.